Welcome to the University Star Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Keeson Ramirez, and joining me is my good old, trusty assistant sports editor, uh, Christian Rodriguez. What's poppin', man? Poppin'. Uh, nothing much is poppin'. I'm happy that you that you think I'm uh, trustworthy, I guess. That's a that's a good thing. Uh, nothing's going on, really, it's man. It's a big deal. Um, I don't say that a lot about a lot of people. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm pretty honored for that. But uh, no, nah, nothing's really poppin' right now. I don't know what's, what's poppin'. Let's see. Hmm. Spurs lost. That's not popping. That's what we always we kind of, It seems like every time we Whatever. have a podcast, there's a Spurs game that just happened. We always yeah. reference that. So. <laughs> but uh, no, nothing's really going on, man. I just got back from the uh, the softball game, which was pretty exciting. You know what's not popping though? The Houston Baptist bats. They're oh. not popping at all. You know why? Because <laughs> Randy Rupp doesn't throw a ball that they can hit. That's what's not popping. Um, we're gonna hear it. We're again Wednesday night talking about what softball did against Houston Baptist and what Houston Baptist didn't do didn't against do. Texas State. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texas State softball team defeated Houston Baptist Wednesday night 12-0 in a shortened five-inning game. Uh, Texas State scored three runs in the first, nine runs in the third, and then 12-0 lead heading to the fourth. Houston Baptist just kind of sat there lifeless as if, like, I was playing. There was like That's essentially what it felt like. Yeah, um, so oh, that no. was the game. Christian, you were there. Uh, what happened? Well, usually for these Wednesday games – I. It seems like the urgency isn't quite there, like it would be for like let's say a weekend game, like a weekend series. You know, like uh, whenever you do a three-game series, usually the intent it's during the day. The intensity is a little bit, uh, I guess, better. I yeah, would say, but these are kind of six o'clock games. You've had a long day of doing whatever, school, work, or not for them, not work, but you know, just going through every day thing that they do, school and study hall and stuff like that. But. uh but yeah, usually these Wednesday games, they unless they're playing a really bad team, they usually don't. They usually don't. And even when they're like McNeese State, they didn't even. They they. I think they're either five or one or six and one in Wednesday games too. Yeah, so they have, I think Baylor I mean, they, would be their only loss this year. Yeah. So it's and they, even though sometimes they don't play the most challenging teams on Wednesday, it's usually a non-conference opponent that they play. Uh, and it always is a non-conference opponent, but usually they aren't too too powerful and too strong, and they took advantage of that tonight because Houston Baptist just did not come ready so to play. So what do you see? Was it Texas State dominating, or was it Houston Baptist not playing well at all? What what? Because I can see the numbers. I can see 12-0. I can see the game. But without just looking at the box score and just seeing what happened, how it transpired, how did this game go about? What what was the reason why this score was able to happen? Uh, it was a combination of hitting and pitching, obviously. I mean – for people who don't know, uh, Randy Rupp pitched a perfect game, which is first mentioned. We should have mentioned that a lot earlier. I yeah, like. Randy, she, uh, she, uh, she pitched the first perfect game in the program since 2008. I think was uh, like February 16th of 2008. So uh, it's been a, it's been quite a while. So it was it was her dominance on uh, in the circle, and it was also the bats got rolling really quick. I mean, Kelly Baker led off the game with a with a triple I mean it was and she was moving around those bases I mean it was it was it was pretty cool to watch and the momentum that they gained after that they scored three I think in that first inning and then they went scoreless for maybe one or two innings and they went scoreless the for the second, second inning and in the third just, inning they just geez. pounded them yeah it was, it was they got the bases loaded early and then I think they got a walk that scored that fourth run and then they just kept getting single after single that just kept on driving in some eye-opening stats I saw just from perusing the box score uh each Texas State hitter except Kimball and Navarre had a hit oh. uh 32 batters were reached the were uh reached the plate and 20 of them reached base that's mm-hmm. 20 out of 32 that's and four of, four of the well I think eight 
eight players got registered a hit in the game, and then yeah. four of the eight had multiple hits. So, I mean, it was pretty— And their on-base percentage was like 660-plus yeah, for the team, for the entire team. That means two-thirds of the time they were getting on we base. We thought it was going to be 15-0. By because fifteen because they was a shortened game it was only a five inning game usually there's seven but it was only five because af- if you're up eight after five then it ends right there well they were up they were up twelve in the third and it's fifteen at three and that that'll end it and the bases were loaded I forget who was up at the plate but they just it it, it was something happened I think I don't know but it, I think it just ended in a twelve or thirteen uh tw- at twelve or thirteen in that third inning so they went all the way to the five and they ended it there so it was. It was dominant early. It was it was evident that Texas State came to play. I don't know about I don't know if Houston Baptist didn't just didn't come to play. I just don't think they were they were at the level of in at the skill level of Texas State. I think that's kind of what it came down to. Kelly Baker three for three, like you said, one run, one RBI, one double, one triple to lead off the game. Kendall Wiley three of four, three runs, two RBIs, a double. Uh, her batting average has risen from 384 to 411 just in the past seven games. She's now hitting above 400, yeah. which is uh, an insane just efficiency that she's hitting right now. Um, I looked at it, and in the third inning when the kind of game blew up and Texas State controlled the game throughout, and that was when they, they had six straight base runners. The first six base runners in the inning yeah. reached base. They scored three runs. In total, they had nine runs in the inning, six hits. And the crazy thing that I saw at the end was that they ended the inning with the bases loaded. So like you said, it could have easily been 15 or oh, 13 yeah. or 14 or even 16 the, the because box. they had the bases yeah. loaded with two outs and a little strikeout to end the inning. And it that would have been pretty impressive to see that happen. And Texas State, um, I don't know what to say. That was a performance that I, I know Coach Ricky Woodard is really, really hard on her team, yeah. but I can't imagine she was too frustrated about this. Uh, what – What's she saying post game about this kind of performance? Uh, she, I imagine she was happy. Well, yeah, she was happy. She she never is too she never is too happy, but uh, she's never like she never takes anything too far. Even when this even when they lose or they win, she never. I guess gets, she's happiest when she, she's not happy. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> happy when she's unhappy. I guess you can say, but uh, but um, yeah, she was just saying that they've been working all week on on getting good quality at bats and attacking good pitches and that's what they did tonight I mean they didn't hold back anything they they went at every single pitch I mean they were it was it was it was fun to watch because it was just like it was like who's gonna who's who isn't gonna get a hit tonight and when it's a game like that that can even though it may not be against the best competition still means it can still yeah it's still it gives you a rhythm and a momentum that you can take into South Alabama, which is where they're going to be playing this weekend. And South Alabama is very tough, number twenty-two in the nation. They are second in the Sun Belt right now. We'll go into they're fourteen and three. I mean, yeah. they're 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 very strong and very. They're up there with Lafayette. They're in that's the tier. The top those, that top tier is those two teams, Lafayette and South Alabama. So it's going to be tough. And as we've seen earlier this year, Laf they. Texas State beat Lafayette here at home. We'll see if they can go to South Alabama and do that there. But yeah, a game like this can really, can really, kind of bring a team together. Because especially they had four. Don't forget they had four losses up until that second Troy game. They had they lost twice to um, Texas, then they lost to Baylor, and then they lost to Troy in that first game. So they had four losses, and now they're just strung three together. So I mean, 
you don't it's, it seems yeah ebb and flow ebb and flow maybe yeah. things even out over time and you see texas state is really, you see a little bit more would you say they're in that second tier below south alabama lafayette yeah or they're, they they're with below? uh yeah, they're with they're with Troy. They're right there with Troy. They're in that second tier right below. They're not and it's a big gap between that top tier and that second tier. I will tier. say this, if they play Houston at Baptist every game, they will win the title and they will never lose a <laughs> yeah, game I'll, ever. If Houston Baptist was in the Why in the can't Sun the Bell, schedule makers help us out there yeah. and make that happen more often? Let's get Houston Baptist on the schedule. Let's say 10 times. Let's get 10 wins in a row and then start conferences. And I think that's real what we should do. Going, yeah. You can get 10 perfect games in there and just start mm. setting the wall of fire, make ESPN a couple times. You I kinda, mean, yeah, and you that's kinda, what branding is about, isn't it? Yeah, and we and we I, I was kind of hoping that we could see we could see uh Maybe Kaylee, uh, Kaylee Garner pitched some, and nah. those other pitch. I wanted to see. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I know it's. I know it's <laughs> not but, in this situation. Th- I know that, but I, we know what Randy can do. We know she's dominant. We know she's. I mean, she's. She. We know what she can do and what she's shown all season. But you kind of wanted someone else to get momentum as well. You wanted everyone to get in on the action in this kind of game, and and but he, still the storyline. It makes for a better storyline with the perfect game, and it, it was just fun to watch. And spoiler alert, our headline and the dominant photo for <laughs> Thursday's edition of the University Star is uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch perfect. Um, I love that headline. Our copy editor, yeah. Sam, gave Props us that headline. And the photo's <laughs> cool. It's Randy Rupp celebrating. It's just an awesome moment that you don't yeah. see very often. Everyone looks pretty happy. It does. I mean, I don't think it, it's an asterisk on it because it's five innings, but it does make it, I don't want to say as cool, but it just it just affects the way I view it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, five innings, you, I mean, you, can't, was... you can't like knock her because her team scored oh. 12 runs yeah. in five innings. But it would have been awesome, for instance, if it would have been seven and they would have won like one, two, zero, and it's like yeah. holding it down, you know, doing that. <laughs> but that's where we're going to go with our next segment. Um, I The header that I have in our notes is uh, Randy Rupp is life. Yeah. I think because she is life and <laughs> she brings life to this team and that wherever she goes, he goes. Um, they, the team goes. And uh, – Bobcat Update brought this up, and Cameron Cutshaw, our managing editor, like came to my attention, and they, they were talking about who is the newcomer of the year on softball team. Is it Ariel Ortiz, freshman shortstop, or is it Randy Rupp, freshman pitcher? I told him before this game happened, it wasn't even close to me. It was Randy Rupp, and I think this performance now, this five-inning perfect game, I think cements that. I don't know what you think, but yeah. is it a close contest, like newcomer of the year? Because they're both Well, it's fun their- to think about because, I mean, there's that's it's good that there's there's it's not it's close it's like the MVP race you really don't you really can't decide it's good they, both I mean a bunch of different players have arguments but I mean they have some really strong freshmen they, I mean they had Bragan Hamilton she I mean she's for a freshman she's been doing all right I mean she's been she's doing not she's on been, their level she's, she's yeah. not on their I mean that exactly she hasn't been playing on their level be. but they're freshmen I mean you don't expect what is Ariel Ortiz hitting right now let me see real quick probably three eighty she's hitting three seventy right now for a freshman that's ridiculous her slugging is uh, like five eighty seven or somewhere what? around there. Randy is uh, three uh, three eleven ERA with uh, let me see she's seventeen and twelve this year and what's the strikeouts up to now two thirty six after nine today so only two thirty six yeah only, I have. yeah, yeah. only two thirty six yeah it's she's still leading would the you Sun say Belt. Randy Rupp though newcomer mm, of this team yeah because like I mean, my reasoning behind it no disrespect to what Randy Ortiz has done and it's she's been yeah. fantastic playing leadoff, second, even six sometimes as a shortstop, the, the hot corner. There's more the, responsibility on Randy Rupp. Yeah, because you take off Randy Rupp on this team, where are they going to go? Yeah, you exactly. take Ortiz, yes, their offense is going to get hit and it's going to force someone else into another up. position, but yeah. that's more doable than yeah. let's just get a whole entire new pitcher and just throw them out there for And they've been using minutes. her up like – 
crazy. Exactly. So I mean, so that's an interesting discussion to have. Um, we haven't really talked about Randy Ruff's line. I'll just give it to you guys right now. She pitched five innings. She allowed no hits, no earned runs, nine strikeouts, uh, five flyouts, one ground out. Uh, she won the game, obviously, uh, improving to 17 and 12 this season. And poor Lacey Bolofsky having to go against Randy Rupp Wednesday night. She pitched two innings, uh, allowed seven hits, six earned runs, two walks, a strike, no strikeouts. She faced 15 batters, and nine of those got on base. So, I mean, that was a rough start for the Houston Baptist side. Yeah. And uh, just something that you look at, and Randy Rupp just dominated. I think we'll just keep saying that she dominated in a way that – she, she's done before. She got a no-hitter. She got a no-hitter against Louisiana Monroe, and it was the same way. She, she had a walk in that game, so she was that close to getting a seven-inning yeah. perfect game, which would have been her second. So <laughs> just to put in some context. Yeah, people need, a, people need to be excited for these next because, I mean, really, how much, how much more? I mean, I know she, could, she can improve in certain areas, in certain aspects that, some, I mean, some people like us can't even really understand because it's so detailed and it's so it's something that Cat works with her with that we don't even know about. That is a, a something duo. that she's like working that. on. Yeah, and yeah, that's a that's definitely that's going to be exciting and fun to see those two kind of mature together. Because I mean, it's Cat's, it's it's her. She's kind of still new. Uh, Randy's definitely new, and it's just it's a relationship that's that's going to grow and it's gonna, it's going to make them both better. And uh, it's going to be fun to see these next, what, three, well, three and a half, whatever, four years, you want to say. I mean, it's going to be. If you're counting fun. at home, we've said Randy Rupp, let's say over, under 14 times, maybe, maybe 15. <laughs> I think a little more A little that. under our average of 36 <laughs> per show. Um, so we're not talking about her as much as we usually do. But regardless, Randy Rupp is playing fantastic. And they're going to need her for their, uh, this weekend series against South Alabama. Like we said, like we said we're going to touch up on that right now. Their next matchup, a three-game series. Doubleheader Saturday, game on Sunday. South Alabama is 32 and seven overall. Um, they are 14 and three in the conference, and they've won 11 games in a row. They haven't lost a game in a long, long time. Eight players were hitting over 300. And they have a they have a fellow <laughs> Chloe Rathburn with a 400, 402 batting average. Steph Pinkleton is or on base percentage is 51, so she's getting on base more than half the time. Um, you look at it. Caitlin Griffith. 326 uh, batting average as a team. That's 326 as a team. That's ridiculous. And a 257 earn run average as a team. That's why they're the number 22 team in the I division. mean, there's only 21 teams better according to that poll, <laughs> and Texas State is not one of them. So what do you think? What, what, are what you asking what is my, what, what what's going to happen this well, week? Well, go, go into South Alabama before we go into prediction. Well, I won't rush you there. Well, obviously South Alabama has some hitters. They're uh, And they obviously got some pitchers too. Golly. Uh, Farish Beard. I hope that. Or bird. I hope that I'm pronouncing that right. Farish bird. Apologize to Farish beard out there. Farish Fer- Fer- beard. <laughs> uh, she she's got a uh, one point one point eight three ERA, and right behind her is Kaylin McGill, who's one point nine seven, and they are. Are those eight, good? I don't know. I don't know softball that eight, well. Are those eight good? Eight and two and thirteen and one, com- uh, respectively. So I mean. <laughs> Is that good? Twenty-one and three combined. That's pretty darn stinking good. So I don't. Ah, Randy I don't, Rupp can take them all three at one time. Let's just throw Randy Rupp for twenty-one innings and it's going to be the. It's going to be the. Yeah, it's going to be the bats that have to show up. I mean, they're going to have to keep up with total team effort. Because I mean, you can't expect Randy to to just carry the whole. She's going to give up some runs. She's going to give up some hits, and she's going to she's going to make some mistakes. And so is Kaylee too, because Kaylee's going to get probably that second start that second day. I would assume, and. Yeah, they're gonna have to come come ready to hit because to keep up with these these kind of numbers right here is gonna take a take a big effort. So, what is my 
Let's go into predictions. I think um, I think this oh, is interesting. Man. I'm going to be Oof. kind of – I'm not going to say they're going to win this series. I'm I've not going to say they're going to get swept. I think real, they're going to win yeah. one game. I think it will be the first Saturday game, and then they'll – I think they'll be competitive. I don't think this is a matchup that should be a blowout, but I think there will be one blowout, and I think it's Sunday. You think it's Sunday? I think Texas State squeaks out a win, first doubleheader, loses second game on Saturday, gets blown out Sunday. Let's just go with that. Randy Rupp, uh, <laughs> Randy Rupp allows sweep. under zero hits. Randy Rupp allows zero hits. Nah, man. Uh, my brain wants to say, my head wants to say, they're not going to win at all. At all. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, my heart wants them to win. I mean, I, I don't know. I think they can win one. I think they can win one. That's what that's I'm what I think is the most likely is that they that two they wouldn't win surprise one. me honestly, but I'm just not gonna that's go there yet. Yeah. Not yet. I mean, because they're pretty on and off. The thing is, the way Lafayette, they, they, they beat Lafayette 14 to 13 in that first game. That was the win. They barely squeaked by. And then the next two games, they got killed. So, but the thing is, this team doesn't hit. I mean, they hit home runs. I mean, Caitlin Griffith hit has 11 this year, but the rest is like 3, 3, 4, 1, 3. And it's not like Lafayette. Lafayette, Lafayette could hit it over the fence. But. Uh, and that's been a problem. That's kind of been their Texas State's Achilles heel for a lot of the years that they can't keep it in the yard. And uh, if you're asking me, I say I I want to go with you and say they'll win. They'll win one. They'll squeak one. But I think it'll be on Saturday, and it'll, it'll be one of those two on Saturday. Any final thoughts? Uh, I want to see one more no no or a perfect game from randy this year i want mm. i want to that'd be that would be impressive i want to see one more that'd be pretty cool because she or i want to see like a 15 strike game break her break her season high season high is 14 i want to see like a 15 strike game i want to see game of thrones be good again that's my final thought i mean i was very disappointed with the first episode so we'll go watch with that there. show man i don't watch get, that get out please i don't i don't want you on my staff anymore. i don't watch that um, show man and i think we're gonna end on that note because all men must die and you must die because you oh, don't like game man. of thrones um and that's our show no taco bell references oh wait i just did this again uh for christian rodriguez i'm kisa ramirez peace out see ya